Today on this episode of Dis Journey, Remy, Chris, and Scott talk to the audience on what is celebrating at Universal Studios and is the facial recognition program going to be staying on the Disney property. And the guys talked about some of their favorite Star Wars memories. So don't touch that dial, because you are now listening to Dis Journey on Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. You are listening to Diz Journey tonight. Uh, this is our Tuesday night podcast. And uh, guys, we have a lot of stuff to catch up on. Uh, like, for instance, uh, what is going on at Universal Studios Florida? And what is going on at Disney's facial recognition program? And we're also going to talk about some Star Wars because today, guys, is May the 4th. So we're going to yeah. talk about Star Wars, get some memories about Star Wars, you know, that whole shebang. So welcome, everybody. My, welcome, everybody. My name is Remy. And with us tonight, we got Chris. What's going on, guys? And of course, guys, we have from No New Friends Podcast, we got Scott joining with us tonight. What's going on, guys? What's going on? So good to be here today. Uh, gentlemen, I had a fantastic... I know you guys can't see me, but I'm going to go ahead and pull up my uh, video right now. So I'm going to see you guys, your guys' lovely faces and my lovely face as well. Uh, yeah, guys, my weekend was perfect. I went out to Universal Studios and uh, checked out VelociCoaster. Oh, how was it? Well, let's just say that... Um, uh, I chickened out at first, so I I, uh, I, I want to go see the queue, like ch- check it out a little bit, see how well you know it was. And man, it was really well done. I, I was so impressed with the queue line. No, I did not write it, but uh, you didn't uh, write it. I didn't, no, I, I didn't write guys, it, man. I, I, ch- I chickened. I chickened out on it, man. Yeah. You- oh man, you had reservations. It was so hard to get reservations. You right? Yes. Are you not a guy no i am a coaster guy but when i was looking watching it like the drops and stuff i'm like oh i'm gonna fall out of this coaster man i'm gonna fall out of my damn seat remy just to be clear the dinosaurs aren't real well i know yeah. that sir thank you very much thank you i feel like there's some deeper issues that we may need to address here uh you know with the theme park podcast yes <laughs> you, you may need to ride some roller coasters every once in a while well i, I think i do scott i do but dude it was i mean the 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 queue was perfect. The, the the ride vehicle was awesome. Me getting on it, I had some several thoughts on it. Like I was like, okay, the lap bar wasn't on properly because we had the um, there was a test seat. Like, did I bring a spare change of pants to change after this? Is that one of the more, thoughts? More like that, yes, sir. More like that. <laughs> so so there was this uh so of course they have a the test seat at a uh, Velocicoaster. And, uh, I saw that. That was pretty cool, and, and it lights up red or green if you're uh, if you're a secure fit. I thought that was pretty cool. Right. That's so neat. so mine was red and green. <laughs> yeah. How's that possible? Because you're not like I'm much bigger than you. I know, but and I would have no problem. On I that know, thing. but when I pulled it down, it was like really it was lashed at green, but then when I went on it again and went red, I'm like, that's not good. 
that is really not good for me. It, you know, you know, they spend like millions and millions of dollars developing these things. You're not going to fall out. Oh, I know. I know. I was just too scared to go on the ride. So, but I did get some good. You know I saw the, I was watching somebody, uh, I watched this YouTuber, his name is Paging Mr. Mara, and uh, he did the, the early ride on, and he, you're not allowed to take the camera on the roller coaster, right? but he got a nice shot of the launch, and it, were you able to get up to the launch at all? Yes, like the launch so was those, awesome. You know those glass windows when the, when the roller coaster launches, and uh -huh. you see the rafters running behind yep. it? Oh, that's cool. It is very yeah, cool. Yeah, that's so, that, that was some pretty cool stuff. So I had a phone call. I'm not a... I had a phone call earlier. Ahead, I had a phone call earlier with my buddy today, and we were just actually talking about this. So, most guests are saying, "Are you the raptor, or is the raptor chasing you?" No, you're the raptor on this roller coaster. You are the raptor. So the huh. ra so the raptors that one scene that you were talking about, uh, Chris, that mm -hmm. that raptor scene is they're not chasing after you; they're running with you. Huh. That's, That's interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I won't experience this thing for about three years. I'm not a big opening day, opening weekend, even opening three months type person. Uh -huh. I wait until the lines get down to at most 60 minutes like right. for a new ride i won't wait any more than 60 minutes for something and that that's a rare occasion that was like hagrid's i had no problem waiting 60 minutes for right. forbidden journey gringotts the no first problem. time no problem after i've ridden it once 25 minutes top that's right. all i'm doing I'm, I'm not waiting i'm such a theme park snob <laughs> I'm not doing anything more than that. How, how long was the line for preview, Remy? Well, so I, I waited for, if I want to go on the ride, it, I waited in line for 20 minutes. Okay. So I should, so I should have just- so now the person I, that was I, with I you that did child swap, uh, how long did they wait the second time around? Uh, about an hour, an hour and a half. <laughs> Remy's gonna kill me. Remy's gonna kill me. I am gonna kill you, bro. Did you I am. Family room? Did you, did you hang out in the family room? No, so my. Did they have like puzzles and videos and stuff and stuff for you, coloring books? Well, they had a couple. They had a couple snack. There's a, a mini bar for the adults, and there's a snack bar for the kids. So. <laughs> no, there I mean, how are the snacks? Oh, they were good. Yeah, we had grapes and crackers. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Remy's sure that, got a little I, I picture behind him with the, you know, the my first dinosaur experience. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk. Remy, to you. what's that wet spot on your? Oh, jeez. <laughs> so I just want to talk to you guys about the uh, the the queue line itself about on Velocicoaster. So when you walk, you're your, an expert. When you walk into <laughs> what? Hey, watch it, sir. Watch it. <laughs> so when you walk into uh, the the main attraction that says Velocicoaster, you see the two Raptors that says you know Velocicoaster. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> so your behind the scenes tour guide is none other than Mr. DNA. Oh no! Nice. Oh, that's nice. neat. So he's giving way you, to bring him he, back. So he's giving you like all the protocols on what this ride's about, and then he show, then he tells you at the very end of the of the pre-show goes, okay guys, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, let you guys know what's gonna happen. So we're gonna you guys are gonna leave all your belongings in the locker before you go on to the coaster. But before you get off the ride, when you get off the ride, you will go to a different locker to pick up all your belongings. So I'm like, excuse yeah, me, what? I have some insight into that. Uh, I actually know know the guy that runs that company, SmartCart, uh, which does all the lockers for Universal. Right. It's the first of its kind anywhere where you, you put your, your stuff in a locker and then you access it from a different door. 
it's the same locker, just a different door where there's a, an entrance side and an exit side. They're constantly doing things to try to ease the, uh, the flow and ease the access onto the attraction. So I'm very curious to see that. It was so it's cool. So simple, it was so cool so looking. Smart. It is. Yeah, it's exactly. very smart. But it was so cool. It was so cool checking it out because I saw one guest. I put her purse in and I was like waiting to see when they got off. And when she got off, she goes, where's my purse? She goes, oh, I remember. I was at T-Rex's locker. And before you know it, T-Rex's logo pops up. And boom, her purse was right there. Yeah, pretty cool. Now, I have a question going, kind of uh, circling back to the line for a second. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, she's my dog. Um, so, at, when, when a ride opens at Disney, so like when, uh, what's it called? What was, what's the big ride at Disney? Rise of Resistance. Uh, Rise of well, Resistance. Rise of Resistance has that insane you know digital cue thing i'm talking um oh my gosh in pandora the uh oh, flight, flight, what's it called flight, flight of passage, passage. Flight, flight, flight of passage right so so that a ride like that comes down instantly at those like four hour waits right now a ride comes out in universal what kind of weights are we talking at universal compared to like our new ride at disney so when i i went to, believe it or not i did go to opening day for forbidden journey Okay. Uh, back in whatever year that was. And that was a 10 hour wait yes, just it was. to get on the island. Really? Just to get on the island, yeah. Wow. And then the attraction itself, so it was a three hour wait to get into the park, a 10 hour wait that the line started in Port of Entry and weaved through all the extended queues that it passed. So Spider-Man back and forth uh, across the main pathway, they had to stop traffic. 10 hour wait to get onto the island and then just a measly 90 minute wait to get on the ride. Now when, when Hagrid's open, six hour wait to get on the ride. So that, yeah. that, I feel also like that's because Harry Potter has such a huge following too. They do. Now, what, is, this, is this ride really gonna have like astronomical flight of passage, you know, uh, wait times? I, I just, I don't know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. So let's put, I so think it, let's put it this way. Go ahead, Brett. Jurassic Park was <laughs> one of the toppest growing films in history back, back in the mid, back in the mid 90s or mid 80s when that movie came out. So they had box office hits. Harry Potter on the hand, they're making millions and billions of dollars during the grand opening of Forbidden Journey and uh, Green Gods and Hagrid's. They were still making billions and millions of dollars at the park. So will, will we see the new, will we see the same ride times or the same wait times when Velocicoaster opens on June 10th? Oh, most definitely, yeah. You will see at least a 300 to 500 minute wait times for Velocicoaster. But when you go over to Hagrid's or go over to Grain Gods, Mummies, the other coasters on Universal property, their wait time is going to dramatically drop to like... 30 to tw between 20 to 30 minutes tops. That's the other thing I was thinking is that when a big ride opens at a certain park, because I, I, I unfortunately don't get the chance to go to, you know, visit Florida often. But for people like you who live in the area, is it is that a great opportunity? So like when uh, Galaxy's Edge opens, do you guys plan to go, right, let's go to Magic Kingdom? Since it's, since it's yes open. and no. Yeah, yes and no. And, and I'm glad you made the comparison with uh, Galaxy's Edge versus Magic Kingdom because when Forbidden Journey did open, everything at IOA that day was busy. Uh, I, I remember, and, and when I say busy, 45 minute waits, you know, right. up above my threshold. But right, then yeah. the studios, the studios, studios was dead. Uh, and I'm sure the reverse was true when Gringotts opened, although when Gringotts opened, so did the Hogwarts Express. So that may have skewed a little bit. 
Okay. My opinion on, on Velocicoaster, it, it's very anticipated. People are very, very excited about it, especially because Universal took forever to announce it. I think it's going to be a big hit. I think that we're going to have some... I don't think it's going to hit the Hagrid wait times, mm-hmm. but I think we'll see some three, four, three, four hour waits. Wow. The big difference is with Hagrid, they had so many technical problems and had to dramatically reduce the capacity at first that I don't, I don't think Velocicoaster is going to have that issue. Mm-hmm. It is made by the same company, Indomin, but I, I think they cut it. One, Velocicoaster is not as, it, it's not as in, in, in depth like Hagrid's is with the, right, the right. several launches and then the backup and then the track drop and it's not like that it's it's yeah. more of a traditional style coaster with launches of course but um yeah i think that i, I don't think we're going to see the Hagrid wait times but we'll we'll see some wait times for at least a year it'll be interesting yep all right, guys, let's go, ahead, let's go ahead and jump into it. It's now time to do our theme park history. Uh, in, 19, in 1977, Disneyland's Space Mountain has opened to the public in California. This is the second Space Mountain location. Now, Remy, it's May the 4th, uh, so it's perfect uh, opportunity to bring up. Did you ever get to ride Hyperspace Mountain? Was no. Never in Florida? No, that's only, that's only in California and not in... Not at the Magic Kingdom. Oh, I thought they had a. Uh, I thought they had an overlay at one point. I mean, I, I don't remember that here. I mean, they can just. I think the one here at, at Disney, the one here at Magic Kingdom, they can turn off all the lights, and it'll still be, you know, Star Wars ish, in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, they can use some music exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, Remy, you said. You said in 1977 it opened up in California. Yes. And that was the second one. In 1977, yeah, that was Disneyland. So where was, where was the first Space Mountain? 1970, 1975 was at, was here at Magic Kingdom. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Okay, cool. Uh, in the in the year 2000, Brad Bird has joined the Pixar company as a director. Now, do you guys know any movies that Brad Bird directed for uh, Pixar? Not off the top of my head, no. Okay, how about... I, I, let me see his... I, I gotta see his picture real quick, and then I can tell you, because I've seen the... Like, I, every documentary that has to do with Pixar, I've watched. <laughs> I, just, I just don't know the names. Go ahead, Scott. Do, 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 do you see... Okay, do you, so do he, did the, uh, he did the Incredibles. Yep, the Incredibles. Because, because the... Um, oh, God, what's, the, what's the, the villain's name in the Incredible? Uh, it looks just Syndrome. like him. Syndrome. Syndrome. He looks just like him. Uh, <laughs> Brad, Bird. Brad Bird. If you look at Brad Bird and then Imagine Syndrome, they look the same. That's true. <laughs> I, do, I do see the comparison of Brad Bird as uh, Syndrome. I can totally see him cosplaying as uh, Syndrome at a, uh, at a convention. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Uh, in, two th- in 2003, James, James Brown and his family visited the Walt Disney World Resort. The guy, Is that it? The guy Is there anything else with that? Imagine no. being that big of a celebrity that you get a you get a date in history because you and your family visited visited the Magic Kingdom. I mean, it's James. That's Fre- pretty badass. It's James freaking Brown though. It's James Brown, you know. <laughs> you're not. You're not wrong. You're not hey, wrong. Hey, so I I had to do a little Google search. Uh, Brad Bird syndrome, and I came across an article, 10 Things You Wouldn't Know About uh, The Incredibles, and it says that uh, Syndrome's face was designed based on the facial features of Brad Bird. Yeah, I mean, you can see it. I, I, when I saw that documentary, I was like, oh, he must have been the director, and that's why they used his face. 
the smile is spot on. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's so funny. Uh, let's see here. In 2000... They used Remy's face for the, the, the face of the child swap video. That's not funny, sir. <laughs> Uh, in, two th- in 2005, Disneyland closed the resort for a VIP guest, and that guest was, and that guest was none other than Julie Andrews. Oh, okay. So they were ce- so they yeah, were she, celebrating. She's done her the, uh, with Disney. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they were celebrating her. Uh, it said here that they were celebrating her 18th celebration. At Disney, and then they were celebrating the 50th anniversary of Mary Poppins. Wow! All, all, all on the same day, like all in the same year, for uh, when she visited uh, Disneyland, Disneyland, in back in 2005. What year was that? 2005. Oh, yeah. Well, well her big movie was um, Princess Diaries, right? Well, her big movie was Sound of Music, uh, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. And, yeah, uh, I, put, I, put, I put Princess Diaries up there. I would. Yeah, so in 2005, Mary Poppins was 50 years old. 50. And that's incredible. Oh, yeah. She's in her 80s. She has to be. I mean, like, she's up there. She's up there. Uh, and lastly, and last and finally for your uh, theme park history, in 2012... The Avengers was released to theaters. Oh man! The very, the very it's first cool. Avengers movie. I saw it on opening night. You know what's cool is, um, so somebody that I knew, he owned the toy, uh, toy collectible shop. He told me uh, when the Iron Man movie first came out, something that da 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 da. He goes, you know, they're gonna make an Avengers movie, and you know, I didn't even know what the Avengers were back then, because I wasn't like, I didn't read the I comics. No I was younger. Yeah. yeah. So he was like, yeah, what they're going to do is they're going to release all these movies, they're going to be connected, and they're all going to team up, and there's going to be an Avengers movie with all these superheroes. Like, wow, that's a really cool idea. And this was like before, because he knew all the inside stuff, because he ordered the merchandise sure. for all this stuff, sure. right? right. So, um, so sure enough, he was right. And, uh, and it was, man, I still remember that opening night. That was, that was still to this day. Uh, one of my favorite movies ever. Just see it that that shot where they pan around all the. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's like movie magic. Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't seen any any of the Marvel movies in the theater, uh, and and when Spider Man Far From Home came out, I was like, you know what? I feel like I need to see what all the hype is about. Right. So my son, my son, who's uh, he's a theme park nerd like us. He's a you know major Marvel nerd. He's like, okay, this. He watched them all with me and, and kind of brought me down the journey of what the order to watch it. Since then, I've been obsessed, and and I got my mom into it, and oh, I didn't. Cool. But well, she got herself into it. She wanted to watch Wandavision, and she calls me. She's like, I don't understand this show, and I was like, Well, you've seen all the Marvel movies, right? She's like, No, not a single one. I said, Stop what you're doing right now, because there's a whole there's 25 other movies that you need to watch before you watch Wandavision. That's very true. So Black Widow will be the first Marvel movie that I will have ever seen in the theater. Awesome. Wow! Wow! I saw the uh, I saw the first Avengers movie in an IMAX theater, and I was like, oh. so I was so mesmerized with the sound, with the uh, graphics. I'm like, okay, I spent thirty dollars on a ticket to see the Avengers. I- I'm okay with this. It's not a problem at all. Yeah. I wish that I wish that I would have seen Endgame, and well, I mean, obviously seen everything uh, else before it but right. Endgame in the theater maybe not necessarily opening night I'm not a big opening night type person but 
you know, it, while it was still new within that first week so that I could have reacted and experienced the reaction with everybody else, especially during the portal scene. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, yeah. Oh, I watched that thing on YouTube. I know, right? I watched the reaction videos on YouTube and I still get chills. I will watch them over and over and over again. One of the greatest cinematic scenes of all time. Absolutely. I've seen, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge, huge movie guy, like movie theater person. Sure. Last year has been very rough, but, uh, I've seen most of the Marvel movies opening night, you know, with nice. me and my fiance would go. And I have a, have a buddy of mine who loves comic books. We, we go together to see them. But so three of us usually go. So uh, Endgame was like one of the oh. most memorable movie theater experiences. I can only imagine. Ever. It was I can perfect. Only imagine. Oh, man. I asked Remy if he wanted to join me to see Black Widow, Widow you know, opening day, but he's afraid he's going to fall out of the seat. So uh, I'm, I'm not going to be seeing that with him. Well, they, they, you can run a seatbelt uh, with the little booster seat, Remy. They have them in the back. Okay, I want I want yeah, somebody. I want somebody to create a. Uh, I want somebody to create a movie theater where you actually feel like you're actually on a roller coaster and just have lap bars all across the seat. So why, Remy, wanna... Why would that be good for you? You would never step foot in that theater. Like oh, Chris and I would of love to I will. look forward to that, that experience. <laughs> Remy's like, no, I think I'm gonna go see My Little Pony in the next door theater. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Alright guys, it's now time to- Remy's never gonna have me on here again. <laughs> no, you are. You're back on, Scott. Anytime you want, man. Alright guys, it's now time to play our famous, infamous celebrity birthday uh -oh. game. Are you guys ready? Oh, I've been ready since I, last week, man. Yeah, I've been I've been counting down the, 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 the time. Alright, here Let's we go, guys. It. Happy birthday to... Uh, you guys have seen this actor in uh, Arrested Development, Lego Batman, and my favorite Netflix series, BoJack Horseman, Will Arnett. Oh, Will Arnett. Chris, I'm going to let you go first because I was on a radio show that uh, down here in Orlando and we record a couple days early. So I've actually already done the celebrity birthdays for today and I do remember this age, so I'll let you go first. Uh-oh. I'm going to say 46. All right, Scott. Remy, I'm going to say 51. Yes, he is 51 years old. Let's go. <laughs> all, right. all right, here's one. Happy, all right, Scott, this is for you, sir. Happy birthday to okay. the former Orlando Magic player, Victor Oladipo. Oh, Victor Oladipo. Okay, so he was drafted. Gosh, I broke up with my ex in 2013, <laughs> went out on a date on, in 2014, which was draft night, 2013. So he was 21 years old, so that was 2013. Uh, add seven, eight years. So I'm gonna say he is 30 years old. Uh, Chris? I'm gonna say 28. He is 29 years old today, 29. Oh, oh man. What's the difference? Matt dab in the middle. All right, all right, Chris. Happy birthday to this uh, singer. He's actually I kind of like his music. Uh, Randy Travis. Who? Randy Travis. Randy Travis. Randy Travis and Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Who's Lenny Kravitz? Lenny Kravitz. Um, <laughs> so this is... <laughs> Who is it? Randy, came, Randy, Randy Travis. Travis. He did uh, uh, the King of the Road song. So yeah. remember the old Chevy truck? I'm driving my Chevy oh, truck yeah, and I'm... Singer. Doom, doom. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a country road. singer, yeah. Not a country guy. Not a country guy. Yeah, I, I, we did this one, but I don't remember his age. Uh, let, uh, let me go 64. Chris? I'll go, I'll go. 
I was 67. He is 62 years old today. 62. He looks about 70. Yeah. 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 All right, how about uh, Rory McIlroy? Oh. The golfer. The golfer, hmm. yes. Well, he's been around for a little bit, and you can golf pretty late in age, but he's still kind of a new guy. I yeah. just contradict myself. Uh, 34. Chris? I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a golf hat, but it's yes, just you at the thrift shop. <laughs> <laughs> I play golf, but I don't watch it. It bores the hell out of me. I'd rather oh, watch it okay. dry. Uh, Rory McIlroy, I'm gonna say 39. Uh, he's 32 years old today. He's 32. Oh, wow, wow. All right, how about all right, Scott? How about this actor? Now he is—he's uh, not my favorite, but uh, I loved him in this movie because he got so pissed off at Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. He played the dad in Step Brothers. <laughs> Richard Richard <laughs> yeah. Jenkins. I love that guy. I'm gonna say. Oh gosh, uh, 68. Chris? I'm gonna say 62. He is 74 years old today. 74. Ooh, wow, really? Wasn't even close. Wow. Wow. Alright guys, how about this? It's the Catalina wine mixer. It's the Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> I can watch that movie every day. Hell yeah. Oh I mean, my so, God. Much, so much more room for activities now. <laughs> I just, I just I the, say that every day. I say that every time I clean a space in my house. We got so much room for activities now. Me and my fiance just got a couch that folds up, and that's the first thing that I said when we folded up. Oh my gosh. Well, the, the best part of that movie so, my wife is a sleepwalker. And oh no. So is my. So is my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law and my wife both are sleepwalkers. That's terrifying. First we we Sorry went to. Hear that. Oh, it's it's very scary. We went to my wife's family reunion in uh, Maine, and we were staying in a cabin on the lake. So, right behind the cabin was a lake. Right okay. in front of the cabin was a highway. Okay. So my I, my wife gets up, and I know she's sleepwalking. Awful, awful, uh, awful placement for sleepwalking. I know. I know. Yeah, horrible place. We're upstairs. <laughs> I, thank God I'm such a light sleeper, and now I kind of know what I'm looking for. So, if she gets up and starts walking anywhere but the bathroom, I oh, know no. she's sleepwalking. And then I'll ask her, babe, what are you doing? I've gotten so many different answers. I'm about to do laundry. I'm going to make coffee. I'm going to the restroom. Is that is there a problem with that? And I'm like, yeah, it is, because you're going the wrong way. Why don't you head over here? So, I corral her, and I get her back to bed. I ask you not, 30 seconds later, our bedroom door opens up and then closes. And I'm like, oh dear Lord, her mom is now sleepwalking. <laughs> so now I have to, I'm going downstairs and I have to, I said, uh, Sharon, what are you doing? I, I don't know. She's like messing with it. The, there were books on bookshelves and all that. She's like messing with the books. She's like, I don't know. And I'm like, no clue. I think you're sleepwalking. She's like, oh no. <laughs> and oh my gosh. Now, a scary story one time, I, I woke up, and like I said, I'm a very, very light sweeper, sleeper. I woke up, and it's about 5.30 in the morning, and oh boy. my wife is nowhere to be found. I'm searching all over the house for her, and I can't find her. Well, you know, we, we share our location on Find My Friend, so I look, and she's, like, in the neighborhood. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's sleepwalking in the neighborhood. So it's 5.30 in the morning. I throw on my, uh, my, my shoes and all that, and I go driving, and I find her. Now, I don't know why I didn't call her, uh, but it's 5.30 in the morning. So I like pull up behind her. It's dark. She's an attractive woman walking in a neighborhood. Now, granted, it's a gated neighborhood, but still. 
and this car comes up slowly behind her. And she finally looks and she goes, babe, she was taking a walk. She couldn't sleep, got up and decided to like, take a walk. Oh, that so funny. man. But it scared the hell out of me. Oh, my God. Jeez. You got you to gotta put her in a, in a stray jacket. I, I feel like, I need, yeah, I need to strap her down. Especially, and it usually happens, it's a combination of when she's uber stressed out from work mm-hmm. and the right level of alcohol. Too drunk, she's going to sleep through the night. Not enough, it's not going to happen. There's a sweet spot where I know that sleepwalking could be a possibility tonight. Because she's a good excuse True. to just get hammered. Yeah, yeah. Just the safest thing for her. Yeah. Remy, what other celebrity birthdays we have? <laughs> it's not, man, I love these stories. Let's keep it going. Come on, man. Keep it going. <laughs> All right, well, happy birthday. Well, the first time, the happy first birthday time she to, ever uh, did it, she's going to kill me for telling this story. Wait, wait, hold on. The let's hold, hold it. Let's hold that. Let's hold that story. We'll come. We'll come back and we'll uh, we'll tell that story in a little bit. Sound cool? Perfect. All right. So happy birthday to uh, Lance Bass from uh, In Sync. Lance Bass from In Sync, and I got this wrong, and I don't remember. Oh, I, I know no. he's like he's like right around my age. Um, so I'm gonna now. I remember, Chris. Go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. Lance Bass. I'm gonna say is 45. Scott. 42. 42. 42. Yeah, he's 42 years yeah, old today. Yeah, 42. All right, how about uh, the, the brother of Michael Jackson, Jackie Johnson, Jackie Jackson? All right, wow. You, you, um, got, you, got, you got Tito, Michael. Randy, Michael, Jackie. Uh, who, who's the last one? LaToya. <laughs> oh, no, the Jackson 5. Oh, gosh, it was it was started with an R. Randy. Oh God! You say Randy already? Yeah. Randy, hold on, hold on. Randy, Randy, Tito, Michael, Jackie, Jer- Jermaine, Jermaine. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jermaine Jackson. Yeah. So how? So which one are we? Which one are we guessing on? Jackie, Jackie Jackson. Jackie Jackson. Oh gosh, I, I'm gonna say he's got to be. 72. Marlon was another one, by the way. Marlon, Marlon was Marlon the youngest. Marlon Jackson, yeah. I forgot about him. 72. Uh, all right, 72. I'm going to say 79. Whoa, whoa, I mean, let's see here. We got uh, Mr. Mr. Jackson is uh, Mr. Jackie Jackson is 70 years old today. 70. Mm, wow, okay. And finally, one of the baddest, and when I say baddest, he is one of the baddest bass players for one of my favorite rock group, Green Day, Mike Durnt. I'm gonna say Mike Durnt is 47 years old. Chris? I was gonna say 45, I think that's too young. Well, he is, well, he is 49 years old today, 49. 49. And there you have it guys, Scott takes the win. He's no, got I it. can't take the win. I knew two of them. Come on. Oh, I know, so man. I know. I know. All right, guys. Yeah, when right. we come back, when we come back, we got your, uh, we got some topics I want to talk about for a little bit. And yes, it is Star Wars. It is May the fourth. So we're gonna talk about some Star Wars memories for a little bit. Get to know what you guys, what your guys' favorite Star Wars movie is. What's your favorite Star Wars character? And uh, we'll go, we'll go from there, guys. You are listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. I remember the stormtrooper that didn't want to get on because he thought he was going to fall out. Oh, man.
Uh, guys, you guys went for a real treat tonight because now we are coming back from our break. And uh, yes, guys, it is Star Wars. So May the 4th with you. And uh, I hope you guys are ready for some Star Wars. You know, little... I was ready to hear the rest of that song, Remy. Oh, yeah, oh, Remy, that's so yeah. You can't, you right can't do Queen as a rejoin and then you <laughs> dangle it in front of our head and then cut it off. You literally stopped Don't Stop Me. Yeah, there you go. Oh, the gravity. Oh, there we go. Okay, so I was actually listening to Queen today at work, and... Is the Oscars version when they just play the instrumental version of, of songs? Right. What was that? So I kind of have to play, I kind of have to play for it, you know, instrumental, because I cannot get copyrighted on anything whatsoever, but hey, since the podcast is on Spotify, well, you know what? I can play music from Spotify and don't get copyrighted whatsoever, which is the coolest part is ever. Is that true? That is very That's true. That's true? It's very true. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So guys, welcome back to the program. My name is Remy, and with me tonight, we got Chris and Scott joining with us tonight. Hey! How's <laughs> it going, guys? <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So- Sorry, I didn't, I, I didn't know that... Uh, my bad. I didn't follow the cues. It's, I was... Uh, it's all good. I'm answering a text message. I, I'm... I'm Right now, I'm on the radio. I'm on Real Radio 104.1 in Orlando, awesome. and someone just messaged me. They're like, "They're like, hey, are you on the radio right now?" I'm like, "Yep, that's me." <laughs> that's amazing, man. That's, like, that's a, that must be a great feeling. So, Scott, man, it is. It, it's better when it was in studio, right? Because you know, it's this is my favorite radio station. It's all time. Oh wow! And so, being in studio was awesome. But it, it, it's still cool now, hanging out with those guys for a couple hours uh, a week via oh, yeah. uh, the StreamYard, mm-hmm. but it, you know, nothing beats being in the studio. For no, sure. it doesn't. Yeah, of so, so Scott, of course, guys, uh, you guys can hear Scott on uh, some days on Real Radio 104.1. Uh, of course, I saw his status and I'm so jealous because I know these guys very well. Scott, I hate you, man. You were with Real La- the Real Lab <laughs> Crew, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know, they've been, uh, well, first of all, it- I don't want you to be jealous because pretty much when I when I'm on the show they just make fun of me for the entire show uh, because I'm the I'm the guy that they call when one of their actual members can't be there I'm I'm the fill in and I'm the first call because they don't want to put forth a lot of work and a lot of effort to find a replacement and they know that I'm always going to answer and I'm always going to say yeah I got nothing to do I'll do it. <laughs> so, 
So, I, you know, and, and look, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's, it it's experienced, but I can't compete with those guys. Uh, you know, occasionally I'll have a really good one-liner. Um, the episode that I was on last night and then the episode tonight, they find out that I was the high school mascot uh, in high school. Oh, and geez. so they make fun of me for two full episodes. <laughs> and then uh, and then Mary and I will be on tomorrow night's show. Awesome. So wow. Night yesterday, Mary and I are on tomorrow night's show. So guys, cool. so guys, a huge shout out to the real life crew. Yes, guys, who I'm talking about. I'm talking about James Yon, Ken Miller, Miguel Colon Jr. You know, the whole crew. Mike Hurley. Mike Hurley. Yep. Can't, can't leave without Mike. Yep, they, so. they, yeah, they can be heard Monday through Thursday from 9 p.m. till 10 p.m. on Real Radio 104.1 or iHeartRadio. They have they download as a podcast or Spotify or anywhere else you get your podcast. There you go. And, guys, I know we're not getting a sponsor ad from uh, Real Laughs, but no, you know what? No. Eventually, eventually, Remy's Roundtable and Diz Journey will be sponsored by the Real Laugh crew. So, who knows? We'll, yeah, see, they're interested. we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, why not? So let's talk about Star Wars because it's May the 4th. I know when people say May 4th, it sounds like May the Force be with you, you know? So, oh, and then I, just re- I just realized that. Yeah, had no <laughs> idea. And then if you're Catholic, you respond with and with your spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know, know what side... What side are you guys on? Are you guys a uh, Jedi or are you guys probably the, uh, the dark side? I'm on whichever side's going to make me to the next movie. Now, I, you know, of course I'm on the light side. Of course I'm a, you know, I love Luke Skywalker. Who likes the bad guy? Although the bad guy's got really cool. It, but, you know, a little di- bit, di- bit of disappointment. The coolest bad guy, Darth Maul, only lasts for one movie. And that's probably right. why it's so cool. Because Darth Vader, Darth Vader, I feel like, let's, let's be honest, I think Darth Vader's a little played out. Yeah, although, yeah. although, although, the, the, New Darth Vader that we saw in uh, in Rogue One, like I'd like to see more of that. Yeah. Oh my yes. God. Yes. Let me tell you something. I I wasn't looking forward to Rogue One. I and, was and, I. and, and I love the Star Wars movies. I'm one of the few people that loves the, that really enjoyed the prequel series. Uh, yeah. Two Two was terrible. I could have done without uh, you know Attack of the Clones. That was the worst movie ever. I liked all the murder. The murder was good. Yeah, the murder was cool. But uh, Revenge of the Sith was probably it, it's one of my favorites in that entire series. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they were doing these one-offs, Rogue One, Solo, and I'm like, I don't know. I really just want to get to 789. Yeah. Rogue One blew me away. I mean, that was... When when did it blow you away? Because I I know exactly when it blew me away. And when when I, when I, I I, I shouldn't say it blew me away, but like when I, when it hit me, what, how important it was. You know, the, the really cool moment was when Darth Vader's kind of at the very end, when he's chasing mm-hmm. him down the, the, the tunnel and then they pretty much splice him together, you know, and then yeah. Leia says, yeah. our last hope or, or whatever. And look, the, the, the whole movie was great. And when I, when I put together, oh, this is them stealing the battle plans for the yeah. Death Star. And, 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 and I've seen this fan editing where they edited the last five minutes of Rogue One into the first five minutes of A New Hope. And it flows and perfectly? Perfectly. Right. Perfect flow. That was when it hit me when I was reading. Because when I... So the movie was was good. The, the end of the movie was amazing. And then... Um, but it wasn't until I read an article about the movie where they were saying that, that Rogue One is literally... Literally the text scroll for yeah. New Hope. 
Right. Yeah. And I was like, that is that is genius. That's someone they want to take the text scroll from A New Hope right. and make a whole movie out of it. I get it's yeah. amazing. Then I realized all the, the importance new, of it. Yeah, of all the new films that they've done with 789, Solo, Rogue One, Rogue One by far is the best. You're probably right. So What's up, Remy? So, what so were you going to say about so this? So when I was playing Star Wars just a minute ago on, on Spotify, um, <laughs> The play, like the play, the play track. You know, you can see like how long the song is and stuff. Yeah, they they put in a lightsaber underneath the uh, the Star Wars track. So while you're listening, uh, you're listening to it, cool. there's, there's, a, there's a dark, there's a uh, lightsaber. I'm like, oh, which one did I get? Which one did I get? Of course, I got Luke Skywalker. I'm like, nah, I don't want Luke. Give me Vader. I want Vader. Damn it. <laughs> So Remy, let's, let's let's do let's do let's go around now and and let's say our favorite our favorite movie. And then maybe next next time around we'll say our favorite character and then okay. we'll go our favorite memory. Let's do All it. Right, so what's your favorite what's your favorite movie, Remy? Mine will be Revenge of the Sith. Great answer. Great answer. Great you, have, answer. you have a second favorite or a close a close second or is that like you by far your favorite? Okay, so Revenge Revenge of the Sith is my is, is my top uh, tier of the Star Wars list, but for backup. It'll be a new hope. A new hope. Okay. Two good yeah. answers. Yeah. It's a great what about answer. You, Scott? I, I'm going to have to go with Return of the Jedi, but Ooh. only if they have the original Ewok song at the end. Okay. None of this, like, remember when, like, it, when they when they re-released, like, the, the re-edition? Yeah. And it was this completely different a different song at the end and I was like what the hell is this crap like I almost I almost threw those VHS's away because I was so disappointed I want to hear yeah we're gonna get copyrighted on the yum yum song so, <laughs> so as long as Return of the Jedi but I I also like the Return of the Jedi where in the when the holograms show up the end it's Hayden Christensen Oh, okay. That that was a cool touch, I think. Yeah, I think that was so, a cool touch too. Yep. When they when they re-released all of them on on Blu-ray or whatever, they 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 went back to the original Yum Yum song and had Hayden Christensen at the end. There's some hits, there's some misses, but yeah, when they hit it, they really hit it. Yes, for sure. And that's funny that you guys that you said Revenge of the Sith and you said Return of the Jedi. Those are actually tied for my two favorite movies really and revenge of the sith so okay so here's a little backstory i grew up with the prequels like i was in you know elementary school right, when right, came right, out. Right, i remember right, getting right, the right. taco the toys from pizza hut and you know all this, all this <laughs> stuff like that i love jar jar binks because I, I grew up with jar jar binks he was the cool character you know growing up See, to, to favorite characters jar jar binks is my favorite character I, I don't understand the hate of jar jar binks i think he's a great character and he adds he adds a lot too I'll, I'll tell you why people hate it. So when you saw Star Wars, you grew up with the prequel series. Mm-hmm. Did you see the prequel series first and then? Yes. Okay. I, I, I believed. I. You know what? I probably saw bits and pieces of the old movies, but I was young. I mean, I, right, when, right. I went in 1999. The first one came out. Right? Yeah. My son did four. the same thing. Yeah. My son. My son was born in 2000, mm-hmm. and I, I. You know, so he grew up with the prequel series as well, and I think to the the Star Wars fans that followed it from New Hope. Empire, Return of the Jedi, back in the the seventies and eighties, to see a character like Jar Jar Binks, who's annoying because there there were no annoying characters in the original three Star Wars. Yeah, it was just, and that's why people hate the prequel series so much, is because all the CGI, all of the yeah, I can see that cutesy stuff, and and it, look, I thought they were nicely done. I thought it it it, it appealed to several different generations. Right. The, 
original Star Wars fans and a younger generation, I thought they were very well done. Seven, eight, nine, horse crap. Yeah. Seven, eight, nine. See, I, I'm. It's funny because I'm like really harsh on movies. Star Wars holds a special place in my heart. Seven, eight, and nine. It's like I, I guess I enjoyed. I, I enjoy watching the movies, but they're not. But they're not Star Wars. Like they're just not. Like I enjoy You're watching. Right, them. When You're I right. saw the last one in theaters. I mean, who's not going to enjoy seeing? I, I agree with you. Again. But, yeah, it, but I, it made no sense. Don't get me no, wrong. I, I hate yeah. it that he was in it. But I, I, it was. I enjoyed watching it. But as again, far as storytelling, as far as storytelling, and as far as the the bigger universe, yes, I, I didn't. I didn't hate them. But I, I won't go back and watch them again. Like you know, I've seen one, two, three, four, five, six a billion times. Yeah. I've seen seven, eight, nine, maybe twice each. Maybe. Right. Right. Maybe. So. Well, I was going to add to that is, uh, do you guys think Jar 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 was a complete a complete stoner in the uh, in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, man. It's, I mean, oh, let's let's go back. Let's, let's break it down. Is uh, is Jar Jar a stoner or is Yoda the main stoner in the movie? Oh, Yoda smoking that beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's funny because watching the old movies i didn't realize so if you watch if you watch one two and three you think oh yoda's a very wise distinguished character in in, in the original movies he's a crackhead yeah well, he's <laughs> very old he's very old <laughs> he's very old there's not much force left running through the universe <laughs> yoda is like a uh, yoda is the older version of willie nelson <laughs> Yoda, Yoda, when, when you know, if, if you're not a parent, you will know what Yoda felt like when he just closed his eyes and died. When Luke kept asking him questions, it's what my daughter does to me all the time. I oh boy, Yoda, close my eyes and die. <laughs> okay, so oh, let's. Go, all right, how about uh, so we are say favorite character, which my favorite character is Vader. I love Vader. He is my ultimate Darth favorite. Vader. He's my favorite this, this character. This surprises me a little bit from you, Remy, because I thought that maybe you'd be afraid of him. <laughs> uh, apparently, on the, apparently on the Star Tours ride, yes. <laughs> when, when, if someone asked me who my favorite character in Star Wars is, it's really hard for one person to come to mind. But honestly, I think my favorite character is R2-D2. Okay. I love that this droid actually like, has a personality. And, like you can connect with this like yeah. robot thing, you know? Yeah. And I, I love, and, that, and that's another reason. So we were talking about the Clone Wars off air, and I was saying that it gives a lot of context and a lot of backstory. It does. R, it gives R two D two. There's a whole episode on just R two D two. Like there, there's a lot of cool backstory in the in the prequels. All these Jedi that you just see like basically in the background or getting right. slaughtered at right. the end of three, you get backstory. Yeah, they're all these guys. Fun. Right. In in Clone Wars, you see like like who they are, and they'll have a whole episode. You know. Of getting to know them, which made, right, which made watching number watch. three, it made watching Order sixty six very, very painful to watch yeah. because I've seen all these people get slaughtered. That I'm, I'm gonna have to know. watch the Clone so, Wars. You'll enjoy it. So, you'll do enjoy you, it. Did you ever watch? So, do you, do you Caravan guys think, of Courage? The what? Caravan no. of Courage and Battle for Endor. Wow. So, they, if you have Disney Plus, oh, they are about. part of the new, you know, the the vaulted Star Wars things. I had, I had this on VHS and DVD. They were cute made for kids but it was all the ewoks they were really striking while that ewok iron was hot but they're so dumb <laughs> as a kid yeah, they, i they love them they were not on my list to watch but speaking about endor i did uh i don't know if you guys checked that shop disney today 
but they had a whole bunch of May the 4th. Last May the 4th, you guys know the Starbucks Been There series where you can go to like a different state and you get like a New Jersey mug or a Florida yeah, yeah, mug. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they had, last year they started um, Been There Star Wars mug. So I got a Dagobah one. Nice. And this year I got this oh, year I got nice. yeah, That's, cool. That's hot. Yeah, That's so. pretty hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I spent way more than I should have on a mug, but well worth it. Easiest so, money I spent in a while. So, do you guys think R two D two could possibly, you know, go to the dark side? Like, can he be part of like a uh, not part, part of Sith? But you think R two D two could join the uh, dark side for a little bit? Sure, no. if he's reprogrammed. I mean, oh, yeah. he's a droid, so he could go on whichever size, you know, side does the programming. But here, but Are you insinuating that he's force sensitive for me? No, but here's the thing I don't get. How come when Anakin built C-3PO, one, in one of the movies, C-3PO's eyes were glaring red? In the, in one of the, in the new movie, in right? In one of the newer movies, yes. So Well, you know why, right? Well, because Anakin, he was tired of being in these damn movies. That's true. <laughs> They put that they put that Sith chip in him or something. That's right, yeah. but they, they couldn't they couldn't figure out how to you know reprogram it to his you know his, <laughs> his old self again. And they're like, oh, here, let's just give C three PO his uh, his Sith you know magic. Here, be be a Sith for a while, C three PO. Go ahead, destroy destroy everybody. I, we don't give a flying f about you destroying the entire Jedi's inside of this uh, temple. <laughs> Go ahead. Do, my favorite do your worst. That was one of my favorite parts of the movie. I thought it was gonna. Uh, I thought he was gonna be able to just jump out of the screen and end the movie right there for us. But that would have been perfect. So, I, I have two favorite memories when it comes to Star Wars. Okay, what you got? One was the the first time I saw New Hope. Uh, okay, I, I mean, I was really young and it didn't completely makes sense to me, but I can still remember, I, I was at a friend's house and I remember how cool that blue milk looked and just how, I, it just was such a cool movie. My other my, my other greatest memory is after I watched A New Hope, my dad's like, well, there's another movie, it's called Empire Strikes Back. And I've never really been a fan of Empire Strikes Back until my later okay. years when okay. I kind of understood. And, yeah. and I'm talking about like within the last five years, mm -hmm. five to 10 years, I, I appreciate Empire a lot more than I used to. I It's so dark and there's so much betrayal and, and it doesn't end happy that I just didn't like it, you know, growing mm -hmm. up when I was yeah. younger. Understandable. But I, I remember watching Empire Strikes Back with my father and finding out, spoiler alert, by the way, for your audience, that Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's that, that, father. I, I wish I could have experienced that. Yeah, because I mean, growing up, you knew I'm your father. It was yeah. like, you know what I mean? You say that when you hold a lightsaber and you say that. So right, it was I like the biggest that. plot twist in a cinematic Ever. history. Ever that, and you know, Rosebud being the sled in Citizen Kane. Oh, I didn't get to watch that one yet. You know, who, either vibe. You know who does the, the uh, <laughs> you know who does the best uh, uh, Luke meeting uh, Vader for the first time. It's when Mark Hamill does the his Joker voice, and uh, while Mark Hamill is doing his Joker voice as Darth Vader, Mark Hamill will switch from Vader to Luke, then back to Vader again, and Mark Hamill goes this, Well, Sonny Boy, it's me, Darth 
oh yeah, by the way, I'm your father. And then and then Mark Hamill goes, no, that's impossible. And then uh, Mark Hamill and Vader, uh, Joker voice goes, hey, tough luck, kid. <laughs> that's pretty good. Mark Hamill's so talented, man. Man, yeah, I mean, he got to play the most iconic hero of all time. Yes. And he gets to voice the most iconic villain of all time. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> The and Joker. I'm not a, I'm a child's play, right? And then child's yeah, play. yeah. No, I'm talking about the Joker. <laughs> the Joker. Um, yeah, there was something I was gonna say. I don't uh, keep going. Sorry. But see, yeah, Mark, I have a couple good memories. I mean, Mark Hamill is the top of the top. I mean, if, if you guys had to say, 100%. if you guys say Star Wars, who do you think of? Well, for me, it'll be James Earl Jones and then Mark Hamill. Because those are the two, you know, characters you got. Yeah. You got Luke and you got Vader. I don't know. For me, it's it's Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher. That's who I'm there thinking of. There you go. <laughs> even, even though even though Anthony Daniels is the only person to appear in all nine of the main Star Wars movies. Yeah, and also don't forget uh, Warwick Davis because Warwick Davis was the Ewoks. Right, but he was not in four and five. He no, was he not was in not. Empire no. or. But he was in. He was in the uh, prequel series. He played one of the spectators. Yep. So I think I think so, that's pretty cool too. What what I think Star Wars, obviously, growing up with the uh, prequels, I think uh, I I can never say this is Evan McGregor or Ewan McGregor. Ewan Ewan McGregor. Oh my gosh, I hate saying Ewan. his name. I just say Obi Wan Kenobi. He's he's one of my favorite characters. Hello uh, there. Yeah. He's just he's just great. But uh, my my uh, my two memories about Star Wars was just growing up. Uh, Star Wars was so popular because it was kind of like the renaissance of Star Wars. So just hanging out with my friends and playing Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah. Playing Lego, Lego Star Wars, the, uh, the pod racing video games, like all that was just so oh, yeah. such a fun childhood. But then my second favorite memory was more recent and it ended badly because I had I had to watch. I mean, no, Force Awakens, I really enjoyed when it came out. But right. I like so, Force Awakens. Yeah, it was when when did Force Awakens come out? It was was it oh, Christmas? It was, it was, it was, okay. So it was the Friday or it was, it was Thursday before, before winter break. So I was in college and, uh, my friend worked in a movie theater and we tried so badly to get, to get tickets opening night. And we just could not get them. Damn. And he calls me 2015, calls me, 2015. Okay. Wow, so I was, okay. Yeah, I was in college. So I, um, so he calls me and he goes, dude, a movie, a theater just opened up. I can get tickets. Do you want to go? I'm like, oh, absolutely. So last night we had like an hour to get ready. So me and my uh, me and my fiance uh, and him went, and we were just so amped to watch this movie. And then to just because when I was younger and I watched the Star Wars movies, you know, you you like them because you're young and you know, it's Star Wars. But like as I've gotten older, you appreciate the Star Wars movies. Of course, yeah. So I'm sitting in the movie theater. The lights dim. And then all of a sudden, you just hear the Star Wars main title, and I'm, and it's like, wow, this is happening. This is what people felt in 1977, yeah. yeah. Like when they saw Star Wars for the first time, I just had that one, like that mini panic attack with that, with like when, when you see something so exciting, and it's just like you can't contain your excitement. It's like this is this is crazy. That text scroll started happening. It's like, wow, like, like this is happening. So, Ray Park, Ray Parker was in town this weekend. Uh, uh-huh. Ray Parker, you guys know him as Darth Maul. Darth Maul. He was uh, signing autographs with at, over at a Coliseum of Comics. I met him when I was working for the Disney uh, for the Disney Company when they were having Star Star Wars weekends. The lineup was Ray Park Ray Parker. Uh, then it was 
the actor play the actor plays C three PO. He was there. And Anthony then, Daniel. Yes. And then uh, crap. I think think who else was there too. But anyways, when I met Ray Parker, I'm like, dude, you were you were the best guy and. Uh, and Star Wars, but I also liked you and your uh, your rock group too. He actually played in a little mini rock group. I'm like, dude. Oh, that's funny. So when I pulled up his when I when I gave him his photo, he's like, where in the hell did you get this old photo of me playing in my old rock group? I'm like, dude, I know people. And he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna sign up for you, bro. Just here, this is for you, man. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. Hey, Remy, okay. you, know, <laughs> you know a fun fact about him was um, he has an ear piercing. Yeah. And when, when they did the makeup for Darth Maul, he forgot to take it out. And George Lucas liked it. He thought it gave Darth Maul a kind of a cool look because it kind of looked like, you know, a little futuristic because it was like in a weird spot. So they kept it. And good action figure companies, they'll put that earring on him because what? they know that it's there. But that was huh. a mistake, like that he held that, kept that in, that he had that in for the movie. But they kept it in because George Lucas liked it. So if you play like, if you play Star Wars Battlefront, if you zoom yeah. in, you can see his little earring. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, Let's go. that's cool. Okay. All right, guys. You know, some, some, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Some Scott. of the best lines. Uh, it, it, one of the most iconic lines was an improvised line when Leia tell it, it's an Empire Strikes Back when Leia looks at Han and says, "I love you," and I he know. says, <laughs> "I know." Wow. That was completely improvised. Holy they, shit! The the line was written for him to say, "I love you too." It just didn't, it, they did take after take after take and, and it just didn't sound right. It didn't come across right. So Harrison Ford's like, I just don't feel like Han would say I love you too. So he just no. says, I know. My I wife and that. I have that, our theme park shirts because we always do the matching shirts. Mm -hmm. It's uh, a silhouette. She's got Leia, I've got Han silhouettes and her shirt says i love you mine says i know i, know. I was just gonna say disney <laughs> made a lot of money on that improvised line oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> all right guys when we come back we got your your theme park news letting you guys know what is going on here in florida and of course what is going on at disney because i'm gonna talk about one thing and that's their uh their facial recognition program that was happening at the magic kingdom and uh what what is going on at universal because there's two things that are happening at universal and one of them we covered it earlier earlier during the program and now there's a second thing that's going on at universal studios so guys don't go anywhere you are listening to remy's roundtable right here on spotify
I'm back, guys, to this journey right here on Remy's Roundtable, right here on Spotify. Yeah, guys, we are we are playing the Ewok celebration and finale from that the, made me so happy from Star Wars, <laughs> from Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Yes, guys, I know Return of the Jedi is not on my Star Wars list of one of any of the movies that I will watch again. But uh, so my wife just said that Wait, it's the what? best one. I'm not gonna Hold watch it. I'm not no, gonna no, no. watch it. I don't want to hear what your wife just said. I want to circle back to you saying that that's not one of the movies on your list that you would watch again. No, that's me. Yeah, I, I didn't I'm, know you had I'm saying that. Movies, Remy. <laughs> I'm you said, I know that. you said I said that you said you don't want to watch. I know <laughs> why. What's wrong with you? It's the best one. It is not the best Thank one. You. Thank you. Thank you. It is not the best one. First of all, it's the best. You one. know, it's Remy, the first one I ever watched when I was 18 months old, and it's the reason that I love music. So it's the best one. Thank you very much. Agreed. Okay, agreed. Honey. Remy, you are now you are now fired from your own podcast. Let's get your <gasps> wife on here to host the rest of the show. You're go done. ahead, honey. You're no, go I ahead. Really do it. <laughs> I would happily do it. Well, Welcome back ahead. to Remy's Roundtable with Remy's wife. That is right. <laughs> All right, so what are we talking about? Hey, Re Remy's wife, what's your name? This is uh, Jen. Jen. Jen, do you, do you ride roller coasters or are you scared of them too? I am terrified of them. I okay. will only, well, that's a, but, I only you're not, do like, like Lego or simulators sometimes, but I'll do like Legoland stuff and... And okay. You, you yeah. should stay on. But it's those. not a fear of it's not a fear of falling out, right? It's more of just a, because they go high and all that. Well, it, it's because they go high, but I'm also terrified that um, they're not secure enough, and I will fall out. Something okay. in the water. Well, Something they, in match, the water. Match made in heaven over there. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back, well, welcome back, everybody. My name is Remy, and with me tonight we got Chris, Scott, and my beautiful wife Jen for joining us on our last segment of tonight. Uh, we got we got your news coming up. We got your theme park news. Letting you guys know what the actual f is going on at Disney and Universal. Because guys, I, I got some things I want to talk to you guys about, which I'm pulling up right now. Uh, it says here for a limited time, you can get a cake slice donut at Voodoo Donuts at Universal City Walk. Uh, they are so uh, so right now at Voodoo Donuts. They are celebrating their uh, their anniversary. Uh, at at City Walk, uh, this how, how long have they been there? They've been there for Scott. They haven't been they haven't been there for a few. They've been like for, oh, a, a, for, for for a year or or no, for a few not, months. I I, I I know that they were there on my look, bachelor look party, and I'm just cel I just celebrated my two year anniversary. So they're probably celebrating their th three year anniversary. Well, yeah, it's closer for that. So is it is it yeah. three years, honey? Hold on, I'm looking it up. Okay. Is it that good? Dude, it is it's pretty, Man, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And I'm a professional fat guy. So, <laughs> you know, it, it's it, they're really good. The, the Universal Creamsicle is fantastic. And then their signature voodoo one. Uh, it, man, they're really, really good. I don't know how people walk around with those caskets full of them. I mean, first of all, it's like 128 bucks. Uh-uh. They, 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 they jacked it up. It's, 100, it's $175 now. Yeah, I, 
I, I, I can't like I can eat some donuts. I can put away some donuts first. These are very filling. I can only do one and a half because usually whoever I'm with can't finish theirs. And I'm right. like, oh, let the fat guy finish it. Well, well, Mary, 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 Mary we are calling you out. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'm wrong, though. Donuts can only get so good. I, I feel. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I feel like how do you how do you make take that next level with donuts? Like what do they do different? They're just because different. I never had it. They are. Yeah, different. they're just different. It's not like Krispy Kreme or Dunkin Donuts where you have your standard flavors i mean they've right. got the bacon the, the bacon wine they've got the the, the cereal on there they, they're just novelty donuts so they're and unique I, oh. they are unique yeah they're yes. unique okay. to would, voodoo donuts i gotcha. would say first of all dunkin donuts sucks um secondly krispy kreme is probably the best donut on earth glazed especially yes. but agreed voodoo comes in close second especially with their glazed donuts because they're thick and they are they're just, chewy. Like, they're just <laughs> amazing, and I love their Fruit Loop and their and their uh, uh their like uh, I want to call it the maple stones. bacon. The maple bacon, yes. Yeah, the maple bacon's amazing. I've never too. tried a bacon dessert item. Oh, Neither dude. First of all, unpopular th- decision. I or unpop. I don't like bacon. Um, what? I mean, I can eat it, but like, I'm not obs- Like people, you either are obsessed with bacon or you're me. And, and, and like people can put bacon on every bacon vodka yeah. bacon on the cakes. It, 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 I think it brings that nice little sweet and savory type, you know, dif- difference. That's I'm going to have to try something. He is the person who will put bacon or pork on anything. I love bacon. I hate pork. <laughs> yeah. I hate right, bacon, so- but I, I hate pork. I won't eat hot dogs. I won't do any of that stuff. So, honey, what was the, uh, how many years has Voodoo Donuts been at Universal City Walk? May 2nd made three years. Three years. Okay. Three years. Three years. Wow, impressive. Okay, so. I'm killing it tonight. You are killing it tonight. Scott, look at you, man. All right, so it says here, where are my notes again? All right, so it says here that uh, they are celebrating their their third year anniversary at City Walk, and you can get this this cake sliced donut for uh, for four bucks. And that's uh, that's nothing. That's, I'll probably get a couple of Is that the going rate for a Voodoo donut? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it says it says the it says the anniversary donut will be available through May sixteenth. I wonder if I could order voodoo donuts online. I mean, yeah, you could like order like you could you could get a cheesesteak shipped to you. You know what I mean? That's true. So I wonder if uh, I wonder if I, I don't know. Donuts. I don't know that they're set up for that. But you know, voodoo donuts. I it's it's a national brand. It is. Um, it is. Oh really? Yeah. They have yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 it originated in New Orleans. Yep. Yep. Let me see. Right off of the. I hate computers because you guys are gonna fact check me right now. Okay. <laughs> this, this isn't the presidential debate. Wait, hold on. I'm looking. Can I, can I order Voodoo Donuts online? And you can. There's a handful. Um. And wait, hold there's on. a handful of them. Just it's none near me. Yeah. Oh, order yeah. online. There's an order online. Okay, oh, but so order online fine for pickup. Order it online. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because oh, it'd be tough too. That's messed up. So you heard what she said, right? So you can order Voodoo Donuts online, but they cannot ship it to your house. All right, Remy, if you could just drive it up to me, it would be like forty bucks for gas. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. You in like I'll Jersey do it. or something like that. <laughs> yes, yeah, South Jersey. I so you don't have to go all the way up towards New York. Up to family. That's true. Uh, so, so yes, it's, uh, I'm probably gonna get a couple of these when the next time I go out to Universal and go to City Walk. I'm definitely gonna buy two of these donuts. Uh, so you have to do a review for us. I will. Yes. I'll, I'll be. I'll be glad to. Uh, so, Walt Disney World, of course, you know, is the dictatorship of all theme parks uh so they started out doing this testing 
for a facial recognition program where all you have to do is just uh, use your uh, magic band or you can use your phone. If your ticket information is on your phone, you can go directly right into the park without any, no turnstiles, nothing. So unfortunately- I love that. So unfortunately, uh, the test, the test run has ended and they're gonna, they're gonna bring it back once they get more uh, park attendance. So, so they liked it? They did like it, yeah. And apparently all the uh, the guests who were at the theme parks during, you know, the pen, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, after the pandemic and, you know, following, following the CDC. Whoa, 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 whoa. After the pandemic. Oh. We're still in this pandemic. I'm sorry. How do I know this? Because pandemic. I can't even lift up my arm because I got my second, my second round of the uh, 5G microchip put in my arm too. How's, how's your cell service, man? My cell service has never been better. Yeah, never been better. I mean, I feel like I've been followed all day, but it's fine. <laughs> Bill Gates texted me, he goes, why haven't you left your house in a couple days? <laughs> I'm fine, that's fine. You have some marital issues, Bill. Right, you know, I don't have any problem. I, I think this facial recognition thing is a great idea. I mean, anything to speed up the process right. in entering the park. Um, and, and Disney does a pretty good job of that anyway. Uh, Disney and Universal both. SeaWorld's the only one that has no idea how to get people into their park to spend money. Right. They know like, how to get whales in there, though. Yeah, they know how to get whales in there and uh, and um, controversy, but not people. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I wonder how because look, there there are some, and, and I know that this is not a political show, nor do I want to go down that route. Right. But there are some people who really feel that. We'll just call them the conspiracy theorists who think that the government is always out to get them and track them through either, you know, uh, a, a vaccine or their phone. How are they going to feel about facial recognition at the theme park? I mean, the reality is there's facial recognition software everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, at least that's what 24 and Homeland taught me. But, you know, <laughs> it, it, oh, it, hail Homeland. <laughs> I, let, let me tell you, I, and I, I, I'm on. Gosh, I don't even remember what season it, it, it was. It, it is. I'm on like three or four. Uh, she annoys me so much. Uh, Claire Dane's character. I had to stop watching. I, it, like, oh, jeez. It, it, it's like they give her an inch and she has to take a mile. And what pisses me off even more is she's always effing right. It's like no, you know, she, she's right. <laughs> Damn it. So, so I'm, I'm gonna point out something right now since our audience cannot see us, but I'm gonna point to somebody who's also always right, and boom, it's the wife. <laughs> the wife oh, is always right. You are, a smart, right you are a smart man, a smart man. Now you have a theme park podcast and you won't ride a roller coaster, but you are a smart man. You've got a happy marriage. Thank you, thank you so much. All right, so Universal Orlando has removed their six feet indicators off of the ground to make room for their three feet indicators. Oh, cool! Progress. So it is progress, but I was out yeah. there. I was out there uh, for my Velocity Coaster preview, and when I got to City Walk, can we can we call it? So hold on, can we call it something else? Since you didn't actually preview, can we call it like your Velocity Coaster walk by? Yes, walk like by. Let's, let's, let's say that. <laughs> so when I was walking in the uh, uh, Universal Studios garage, uh, I did see the six feet indicators like off the ground and then when I walked into Islands of Adventure same thing like their six feet indicator is gone and now it's three feet now I went on uh, 
before I did my walk by to Velocicoaster, I went I went on uh, Forbidden Journey, uh, which is one of my favorite uh, attraction at Oz Adventure because it's my home attraction because I opened up Forbidden Journey. So when I went there, I saw they had three mark spots, three marker spots already lined up and ready to go for their attraction. That's cool. It's just showing that we're like we're 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 making progress. We're 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 getting to the end of this. You know what I mean? Look, as far as I'm concerned, I got my second shot today. I don't give a crap what goes on at this point. You know, I did right. I did my part. I did my part for an entire year. I stayed inside. I wore a mask everywhere. I followed every CDC guideline. I've been bored as hell for the for the entire year. I thought I had mono. Nope, just really bored. I have followed every <laughs> single letter of the law with this. I am now vaccinated. Va- vaccinated. Everybody has had the same opportunity to be vaccinated and to take. I don't give a crap anymore. When this like two week waiting period for this vaccine to to kick in works, I'm gonna be out there. Back out not, there. Uh, back out there. Not wearing a mask where I don't need to. I yeah. don't give a crap anymore. Thank it's you, liberating, Scott. man, isn't it? Once you get that second shot, it's like it's like you feel free again. Yes, oh. yes. yes. And, and again, like I said, there's there's so many people who wanted to fight the the the, the guidelines and whatnot, and and that's okay. But um, I followed them, and I, I'm I'm done. I'm I'm good to go now, and I'm still gonna be mindful of. Of, of people and and sure. right. you know because I, I know that just because I've been vaccinated I can still get it and I can still transmit it but at this point everybody's had an opportunity that's true yeah, and you know and good hygiene good hygiene is always good yeah that's yep. very true too uh, uni- uh, annual pass holders and team members at Universal Studios had the chance to check out Universal's brand new roller coaster and that coaster is Velocity Coaster. So, of course, guys, you guys can check out and ride uh, Velocity Coaster on June 10th once it opens up to the public. And, of course, guys, uh, you'll be waiting in line for almost two, six to eight hours at Velocity Coaster. And I'm, I am not joking when I say that. Remy's so. going to wait in line for six to eight hours and then uh, get <laughs> off the line at the end. <laughs> I'm actually surprised he told you he didn't go on because he's been like, he, he, that, he, that, he, he shouldn't have told us that he didn't go I on know, because that's been I a know. running gag for the past two hours. I love it. And I oh. love it. Well, Remy, Remy, yeah. turn around a little quick there. You look like you're going to fall out of your chair. Uh, <laughs> wow. Let <laughs> Bart. We're going to get Remy a, a podcasting seatbelt. Yes. <laughs> Scott, if you, Scott, if you make me a, uh, a, a, a seatbelt, I will wear it on the next show. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, Dizzy has just released a, a new mini ears, and they are based on my favorite Star Wars villain, Darth Vader. These ears are taking uh, pre-orders as of right now. So, and it, it, you got a pair for yourself? I kind of want one. I, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I, I like, <laughs> dude. I freaking sure. like these ears. Like, these ears are pretty doped out. Like, on the on the front, it's completely black. Like, they're trying to mimic uh, Vader's suit, and then on the back, it says "Rule the Galaxy." Like, on, on the back. You know what sucks, Remy? All these girls get these cute mini ears. What do we get? We get those dumb Mickey hats. That yeah, look we like do. Like the Yamaka ones. We do. We get like, higher like, wages. Like, <laughs> hey, you know what? Fair trade. I'm gonna stop right there. So <laughs> uh, these e- these ears are 
these ears are, are created by the one and only Ashley Exton. Exton, oh, sorry. Ashley Exton. Yes, Exton. Oh, yeah, Exton, that, yeah. She was an answer on Jeopardy the other day. Aaron Rodgers was asking something about something. She was no, the I one who designed who's, uh, She's the one who uh, she designed his Darth Vader mini ears. <laughs> <laughs> No, but she did the voice. No, who, who's this person? I don't. I don't know who this is. So Ashley Eckstein is. She did. The, she did the voice for uh, Ahsoka Tana in the. Uh, in oh the, wow! In, in, the, in the animated in the animated series. I guess. I oh, know. okay, that's cool. So, I, don't, yeah. I don't watch the credits. So. Uh, Ahsoka Tana. Yeah, Ahsoka Tana. Yeah. I'm. I can... Blue hair, horn. Well, not horns. Doesn't have hair. Orange skin with. Yeah, I think. Yeah, her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have to. The Disney, the Disney College Program is making a comeback. Yes, I'm happy. I might, I might re-enroll. So that you know, I'm so excited about that because Epcot is is my favorite Disney park. Love going in there to drink around the world. Yes, it, and, and a lot of people were complaining about the authenticity of Disney is, or I'm sorry, the 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 magic of Disney is gone. No, it's not gone. No, it's like, not gone. The masks are fine, but the authenticity of having those those uh cast members who are from germany who are from yeah. you know norway who are from you know new york uh serving me a beer in the united states in, but you know what i'm saying it's um that's been missing right and i'm super excited that they're bringing back the college program for sure they're, so they're so excited to tell you about their culture and their country uh, and absolutely they're, they're happy to be that's the it's the coolest part about it so I, right it says here release dates has not been posted uh, on uh, actually when D the Disney program will be back here in Florida or in uh, in California. So uh, more to come. So if you guys have any questions, please check out, uh, of course, the Disney website. And uh, for more information, uh, just listen to this uh, journey on uh, Remy's Roundtable. Uh, Mickey and friends, world Especially tour. if you want to hear Remy get razzed on for two hours. Yep, and I love it. I love it. Uh, That's my regular day. Yes, it is, honey. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> uh, Mickey and Friends World Tour Cavalcade has ended as of today. The, that's the, terrible. The, the tour, the tour that's in the Epcot, like the little their uh, their little mini parade that they had out there at Epcot. So oh. I, I don't know why they had to end it. That's the that's. I kind of I kind of thought those were a cool. Test. Maybe because they're they're uh, hiring capacity. I don't know. Oh, is that when? Oh, when they have like. The one cart that would have like the yeah. princess yes. on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I always stop and I'm like, oh, cool, the princess. I get excited about that. I didn't know what it was called, uh, but also I don't care. I'll keep drinking. There you go. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, Disney Wish. Drink it off, you'll see it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pretty well, much. they usually do it like it, it, right in the middle, or you know, I've already had quite a few that you know I'm not even gonna. I, I'm going on May 22nd with my sister, and I, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see if I remember that there was a motorcade. <laughs> right. Uh, Disney Wish, the brand new Disney. Uh, oh yeah. Cruise yes, ship. 2022. Yep, June 2022 will be setting sails from Florida to the Bahamas. I'm gonna have to yeah. adopt a kid by then because I want to go. And I right. Well, you could go without a kid. You could go, man. Without a kid. I feel like it'd be a great excuse to go with a kid, though, because then your my, my fiance is explaining me they watch your kids for you. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
in some really cool themed rooms. Yeah. Like, there's going to be a Marvel-themed room. I saw uh, that. Yeah, oh, it's man. badass. I'll, I'll now, be in that Star Wars bar the whole time. I know, Hell right? Yes. Now, Remy, you actually have more of a chance of falling off of a cruise ship than you do a roller coaster. Oh, Continue. damn, else, no lap bars. <laughs> what else do you have in the news, Remy? Uh, Universal Studios has made a statement on mask guidance at their theme parks. So the CDC stated that fully vaccinated individuals can do things outdoors and no longer have to wear a face mask. So does this mean Universal might start pushing back their mask mandate policy throughout their parks? I don't nah, think so. Nah, I, I don't think so. I can make one of those vax cards on my on my computer right now. You well, and they're not and they're not checking the vaccinations not. and all that, but they don't well, they, though, yeah. they don't want to they don't want to be associated with a super spreader event. They, I think I think we're wearing masks in the theme parks. Um, definitely through the end of this year. Yeah. Now, if we get to a point, if 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 we get to a, like an 85 percent, 75 to 85% vaccination level in the the US population, well, yeah, but we're dealing with travelers too. So yeah, I don't, I don't see it going away in yes. any time, any time this year. Well, I know. No, and I, I agree with you, end of, end of 2021. Honey? Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I'm a teacher for um, a school district here and they, with the mask mandate and all of the, what the governor wrote in the executive orders, basically taking everything back, um, they told us that it didn't matter what the governor said with regards to that because it didn't have anything to do with what the district, the school districts are saying, right? Have, have you know authority over. So we still are all under the same protocols at least through the end of the school year and summer yeah. school. Um, with masks, um, sanitizing, and everything else if somebody's sick or anything like that. And I spent the entire yeah. school year doing face-to-face. -face. Yeah, there's oh, no, wow. there's wow. no benefit. There's no, you can't convince me that there's one benefit of, 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 of getting rid of the mask mandate right now. Right. Nope, not one benefit. If you don't want to wear the mask, don't go. And that's, exactly. I, I guess that's what people exactly. are doing. Exactly. You know, yeah, no, exactly. And, and, and look, you know, I, I know what the CDC has said. I know what the governor said. But at the end of the day, these businesses businesses are still private property. Right. Yeah. If they want you to wear a mask when you step in 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 their door or in their gates, you're wearing a mask. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what at all. is said as so long as it's not whatever. breaking a law. Right. So um, so I work for a certain uh, restaurant that's here in Florida, and uh, of course, I'm the manager at this casual <laughs> restaurant, mm -hmm. and we put out on our door. You must wear a mask in order to enter our restaurant to pick up your orders. We tell DoorDash drivers, we tell, uh, yeah, DoorDash drivers, we tell, you know, customers to come in, we say, hey, do you guys have a mask? And they say no. I'm like, sorry guys, we're not gonna be able to, to serve you at this time, please, you one, know. I was gonna say, one of our friends actually, who's a manager for another restaurant, um, messaged me the other day about how he had corporate calling him because a woman complained because she told he told her, you have to leave my lobby because you don't have your mask on and she's like i have health issues i'm sorry you oh, have come to leave. on right you cannot yeah. be in the lobby yeah. but I, i'm not I, i'm not buying country. that kind of stuff right I, you know, i'm not so. i mean either but what well the thing coming from is, a well, go ahead the coat, so he got called on by the corporate called him and 
his bosses called him and he said he laid he explained everything he's like she's not following cult protocol all i told her was you can order but you have to have a mask on and because you don't have a mask on you need to leave my lobby and they told yep. him, and they said you're right and nothing's wrong with that and you just go ahead and del- and cancel her order and let her know that she's not going to be served yeah so i mean that's the way you have to do it that's the way you have to do it. i mean i wish they could do the same agree. thing for the 7-elevens that i walked through where i'm yeah. the only one oh. <laughs> So man, and especially you guys are in, are in Seminole County, correct? Yeah, yes. we're in Seminole County. Yeah, it, it's worse than Seminole County. I live in Orange County, and most most of the time here, everybody complies. But man, when I go to Seminole County, because my my daughter lives in Seminole County, so I always drop her off at uh, at daycare on Monday morning, and then pick her up on Friday, and I go into a Seven Eleven, and it's it's the worst. Well, it I've, is the worst. I've gone to Seven uh, Elevens in Orange in Altamont. County. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. That's where we live. I went to. I I work in Orange County, and I have gone to Seven Elevens in certain parts of Orange County, and nobody has masks. On. Nasty. And yeah. It's, it's yeah. awful. Like the only people that have the masks on are the people that are serving you that are at the registers. And yep. Everybody right. else is like, and nobody. And, and that's anything. and that's a crapshoot if they follow that too, because yeah. a lot of yeah. times because they're behind the plexiglass. They'll have it down below the nose and no. all that, but yeah, Remy, to answer your question, I don't, I don't see the theme parks getting rid of it anytime soon. Anytime Even with so. a certain vaccination level in the United States, we're, we're still having to deal with international travel and and what they decide to do. So I don't, I don't see right. that happening. Well, so, they, they keep it the mask mandate. People are still going to go. Too. Yeah. So, so, I, yeah. so, I, so, so I have a few more uh, news I want to talk to you guys about, but I have something else I want to ask you guys. And see if uh, if you guys can guess this uh, certain I, uh, item that went up for sale at uh, auction. So uh, a viral TikToker has been banned from Disney for good. Uh, this TikToker broke the rules, and I'm going to tell you guys what rules he broke. So number one is this: engaging any unsafe act or the act that might impede the operation at the Walt Disney World Resort or any part thereof. Number two, unauthorized access or entry into backstage areas or areas designated for only Disney cast members. This TikToker broke both of these rules and he's banned from the theme parks. I actually clicked on this article because I felt there was a video and I hate to read, so I X'd out of it. So I'm glad that you, there was no video. So I'm glad that you just told me what, what it was about. Let me guess, he tried to get into the back areas of uh, Carousel of Progress. Nope. More, more like a hotel. Small world. More like a hotel. Oh, he's at the hotel. He he went to backstage areas of the Grand Floridian Resort during a VIP event. Oops. Oh. And you can't do that. And who, who's he, fucking who's who, like? And he was drinking water. Like, Don't break me to the Grand Floridian. And he was drinking water at the Disney Springs water. Fountains. Like Wait, this, oh, this was a cast member. Yes. This was a cast guy? member. Yep. He was an ex cast member. He was an ex cast member that did that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Chris, to answer your question, why why they do that? Because if they don't get caught, that's going to go viral mm-hmm. and it's going to be a massive hit. Yeah, but yeah, but the the Grand Floridian of all places. I I know. Yeah, this like, guy was a cast member. I did I did see that drinking from the. Mm-hmm. I love his water video because I was curious going down there which fountain had the best water. Oh my yeah. gosh! <laughs> he had a good he had a good he had a good system going. Uh, 
So I got two more things I want to talk, cover you guys, and this is going to be... Uh, Remy, I'm going to kill... I, I might drive down to Florida and kill you if you don't have the story that I hope that you have on your list in the next two stories, so tread lightly, Fred. If, 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 it's, if it's not having to do with May the 4th, I will also... If it's a story that doesn't have to do with May the 4th, I will also kill you, because there's a big story that came out today. Well, yes. <laughs> well, then you guys are going to kill me, because I did not post it. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but the only two things I have on here is this. Universal Orlando Resort is now accepting external audition for roles at Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, cool. They're bringing it back. Hell yes. <laughs> and finally, for your theme park news, which I want to know what you guys were talking about, but in my news mm. is this. An updated menu has been posted at Disney's The Plaza Restaurant. At the Magic Kingdom. The Plaza, where's that at? Magic Kingdom, okay. Magic Kingdom, yep. Oh, I know, I know, I know which one you're talking about. Now, now, Scott, the the story that I'm thinking of, I want to see if you're thinking about it too. The story that the thing is about, would we be able to kill Remy with it? Say what now? The, the, the big reveal that was in this story, could we kill Remy with it? Yeah, yeah I think we could. Yeah, go ahead, Scott. Damn it! So they and I didn't read the article, but they made a big announcement about the the Star Wars hotel, Star Wars resort. And in this thing was the first real lightsaber. Yes, I, I, I watched the video 40 times while doing this podcast. I'm, it's like I'm a, looking at it right now. Second video. Can you share your screen? Can you share your screen oh, yeah, and show yeah. it? Let me see it. Let me see it. You ready? Can you see it? No, no. Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm sharing it on Twitch. Hold on a second. How do I? I can't share my screen on uh on Facebook. I'll on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, if you if you go scroll down to the bottom, because mm -hmm. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, the very bottom says share your screen. screen. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you ready? There we go. All right, we got man. Yeah, this is badass. Ah! Oh, ah! oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Okay, so I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a guess on this. It has to be $400, the most. Well, no, well, here's the thing. This is what I was going to say is I'm terrified, terrified to find out if they sell this thing because I don't know if there's a cap of how much I wouldn't spend on the price Honey, can we buy it? I, 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 that's a no. I'd spend $2,000 on, on a lightsaber. Oh, I think to be young and not have kids. Yeah. It's <laughs> to be young. If I'm spending two thousand dollars on anything, it better be like a new uh, water heater, or... a new washer dryer, <laughs> something to do with the house. I'm not saying I wouldn't sell my car for it. I mean, I'd have to find, you know, <laughs> raise the money somehow. All right, but I don't know what I wouldn't spend on this thing. I really, I, I'm trying to think of numbers, and I just, as long as financing is available. Okay. That's true. I, I mean, we'll I mean it has to be at we'll least it, it has to be at least four hundred dollars the most to buy this lightsaber because the one I, I think more the than most, that. No, I, I I'm thinking a little bit more than four hundred. Well, yeah, that's, but, how, that's how much like a replica one that you can build there, isn't it? Like two or three hundred dollars for like the one that you can yeah, build there. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. If this thing actually does what it looks like it does, I e easily. A thousand dollars. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Eight, because bucks. I think I think they'll try to keep it under a thousand because. People will will I think more people will buy it under a thousand mm -hmm. when it starts going over a thousand. Then it kind of limits is limits their purchasing. Agreed. And easily eight nine hundred dollars. That means easily I will buy that. 
<laughs> right, right. All right, guys. So before we take off, I got a last other news that I want to cover. I know that we didn't cover it as much as we did tonight on this uh, lovely Tuesday night podcast. But uh, so we all know the famous Tom Hanks, right? Tom Hanks, Woody, Forrest Gump. All right, well, this has to do with Forrest Gump. So Forrest Gump ping pong paddle was has sold at auction for how much? Oh man, sixty nine hundred. I'll say forty grand. Honey, you want to take a guess? So what is this? The ping pong paddle? Yeah, Forrest Gump's ping pong paddle. Yeah, I'm gonna. Ah oh, man, I'm gonna. I want to change. I can't. I gotta commit. <laughs> you gotta commit to forty grand. Gotta, gotta commit. It's a lot of money for a ping pong paddle. I was like, yeah. thinking, I instantly regretted that. Yeah. See, at least when I say sixty nine hundred, I could be way off, but at least it's fine. Okay, so, still, still, yeah. so, so my wife said fifteen thousand. Scott, you say sixty nine hundred. Sixty nine hundred. And Chris says forty grand. Well, 40 grand. my wife is the closest. The uh, the Tom Hanks Forrest Gumps. Ping pong paddle sold for $25,600. Oh, my second oh guess my is going to be God. 28 grand. Oh, I feel like such a. Oh. That. 40 grand. Is a lot of money for a ping pong paddle. I, yeah, I, th- I thought no way that thing is over 10 grand. No, not at all. Wow. I don't even remember him playing ping pong, to be honest with you, in Forrest Gump. What? Really? Yeah, he, he made it all the way to the championship. He was. Because he learned how to, he learned how to play ping pong. When he was in the uh, the army, the army, yeah, and he was in the hospital, they he he learned how to play ping pong and started playing, you know, by himself, and he got so good that he was like the U.S. ambassador to China for ping pong <laughs> I or whatever it is. Yeah, he won the ping pong championship. It's been a while since I watched Forrest Gump. Right, high school, I think. Pretty much, if 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 there was any historical event or anything major, Forrest Gump did it. Uh, the only thing that he didn't do is ride a roller coaster because he thought he was going to fall off. Oh boy, here we go. Well guys, that is it for our program tonight. Uh, guys, I would like to personally... Uh, give a shout out to our sponsors. Our sponsors are Pom Poms over by the uh, Milk District area. Uh, that's right off of Bumby Avenue. Uh, if you guys are over by the area, please check out their uh, their taco sandwich. Uh, you guys will love it. It's a uh, it's on white bread, tortilla. American cheese, tomato, beefs, man, you guys will love it. And guys, please check out our other sponsor, the Thirsty Topher, over by the Mills District area. Uh, you guys can check out all their different beer items and their IPAs. Man, you guys will love this place. On the, on the behalf of myself, my name is Remy, and with me time, we got Chris and Scott. No New Friends Podcast on Yahoo. Don't wait. No new friends podcast, Facebook.com, and also YouTube. I accept all Cash App requests. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to Remy's Roundtable. Guys, I'm sorry. Thank you so much for listening to this journey on Remy's Roundtable. We will see everybody in a few weeks. Take care, guys. Deuces. Wait, so I was cracking up.
now for Still Ashron. <laughs> <laughs>